Well, hey, everybody. Mark Boyle, Prepper Guy, back at you. Hey, look, I made a new shirt. I don't know if you can see that. This Prepper Guy. Let me get this out of my... Since 1978, which is when I kind of started worrying about the end of the world. And then it says, Teotihuacan across the top. Still waiting. So uh, I wanted to talk to you about something that... Uh, well, I've been thinking about, and it, and it's, you know, it's not like, you know, like earth-shattering shit, but it could be. So, uh, you know, I've been watching the coronavirus, and as you know, I've been putting a lot of uh, uh, information on the website for uh, coronavirus and sharing different people's content, like uh, Canadian Prepper and all that. And uh, last, uh, well, just this week, uh, today's Friday. Um, the 13th, lucky me. And uh, so yesterday, um, there was going to be a, a basketball tournament for uh, uh, the kids in wheelchairs. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, they fucking cancel it because of coronavirus. Thousand cases in America, and we're going to shut the fuck everything down. So we already had our tickets, or she did. My wife was going to go up and watch the game in Tennessee. So we were able to get it changed to where she could fly out to Wisconsin and visit the grandkids there since she already had her ticket and money set aside for all that. So, you you, you know, you're looking at this coronavirus thing and then you're like, uh, well, big fucking deal. And then all of a sudden it, it just kind of affects you just a little bit. And uh, makes you wonder, you know, just you know what what's really going on because everybody online and the news people, fucking pretty much everyone is saying, well, this isn't, you know, even as bad as you know, obesity kills more people than that in a year. <clears throat> we don't see the government shutting that shit down. Um, so you know, people are going, well, you know, SARS all these flus that we've had, swine flu and all that over the years have been just as bad, just as contagious. So why is this one? Oh my God, so bad. And, and, and I'm thinking it's, 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 you know, it's like I talked about in the, you know, in the last podcast, you know, when all else fails, you know, they take you to war. Well, um, I don't think we in America are going to put up a fucking war. So what well, we have coronavirus. Now, is that a coincidence that we have coronavirus when the, you know, the economy is starting to seriously tank just under the weight of the debt curve and all that? And, and then you wonder, well, you know, coincidence. I, I, I'm not one to believe in coincidences. Um, so there's always a, some spider sense that goes off when people say it's a coincidence. You know, if you have a half a brain and you're connected, you're, you're going to go whatever and you're going to look into it. You're not just going to, you know, chalk it up to coincidence. You're going to look into it because there's there's certain things and events and people that, you know, that will say it's a coincidence that this has happened. But when you add it up and you look at it, these kind of coincidences and these these situations and stuff don't normally line up. So I'm listening to a book. What else is new? Um, you know that I'm always listening to books. 
and uh, stuff. And it's it's uh, by Alex. Well, it's by who the fuck is it? By Stephen Conkley, K O N K O L Y. And I've got this uh, from Audible. And uh, if you're smart, you'll go to Audible and sign up for like a free month or whatever, and you get uh, two or three free audiobooks. It's kind of awesome. You know, if you drive around a lot like me and you don't have time to read, um, when you're in your car or truck, you could just listen to an audiobook. It's called Alex Fletcher Box Set. It's a complete series. It's uh, books one through five. And I, and I, and, and you don't, I mean, you can listen. I recommend it highly. It's interesting. It starts out with, you know, Alex and his family, and he works for a drug company. And, uh, you know, then there's the, uh, you know, a pandemic, you know, the, Jakarta pandemic and it, it just goes through all this well we're, now I, I think I'm in before it's hard to tell because I got the whole box set so it, it just says you know on my 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 phone here you know that I listened to it on uh, Alex Fletcher box set you know and then it just says chapter four event plus five days Sanford Maine so it I'm not at <clears throat> chapter four I'm on, I'm, or whatever it says. I'm at, you know, I'm at book four, you know, then chapter four. So I, I would play it for you, but then I'd get sued. But it's it's really interesting because he is, uh, you know, the star Alex Fletcher has, uh, let me get comfortable here. There, see my kick-ass shirt. Um, you know, it's his family surviving from book one to two to three to four. And now he's, uh, you know, because there was uh, an asteroid, we think, that hit the Earth and uh, the military reacted and thought that it was um, <clears throat> some kind of inbound enemy thing and shot up all these nuclear warheads at it and created a massive EMP. Um, at least that was what the the people that shot all the, the, the missiles thought. And we haven't got to the bottom of it. And, you know, it's not really a big fucking deal for the story. It, it, but it's starting to kind of look like it's part of the story. So he's now become a provisional captain in the, in the Marines. And they're trying to rebuild, you know, America. And this has only uh, been five days since the, the, the comet and the EMP happened. And, and and so he's uh, he went to to uh, cross the border. He lives in Maine, and he went to uh, Boston to get his kid from college right after the the tsunami and everything that had fucked everything all up. And so um, it's his adventure, and he he meets up with a couple of Marines that help him get across the border and get his kid because there's chaos and all that, and. Uh, he he used to serve with this guy, and uh, so he ends up getting you know a commission. Like we really need you um, back, and and in doing so, he you know he takes the commission because it, it gets him back home to his family. Because things have really you know they're fucked. I mean, let's face fact: when shit hits the fan, it's it's a shitty mess. There's no question about that in my mind. But now he's he's talking to some guy at the airport. And now he is, his job is to intelligence and all that to figure shit out. And you're starting to see that there's like this 
might have been planned from the military because you know the equipment that was placed you know years ago and the way the, the airport was hardened and, and and stuff it's just looking like there was these layers of continuity of government set up to protect America and the continuity of government. So even that, even Alex and and this other guy that's at the airport, you know, in the, in the Air Force, I guess, or National Guard, I didn't really get his rank, and I'm not that familiar with that stuff. Um, are are even looking at it, going, well, this doesn't look right, you know, for you know what we're supposed to be doing. So I see, then my brain goes off onto continuity of government. And, you know, I've talked about it before. You know, it's like continuity of government, you know, sounds like a, like a good idea. You know, fuck, we need continuity of government. Um, so let's say, uh, did Stalin have a continuity of government plan? And would that have been a good idea? Hitler, the Third Reich, you know, maybe they should have had a continuity of government to where, uh, you know, protect the people. It's, you know, so continuity of government sounds great until you're looking at what government, you know, are we, are we initiating continuity of government plans that will take us back to the 1700s when we had a constitution that was actually designed for we, the people, protected our rights and protected our liberties and um, really watched out for us. And, and, and we didn't have a standing army and we didn't have all this uh, oppressive taxation. I'm all for continuity of that government, but I look at America today, the police state, um, largest standing army on the world, most advanced standing army on the planet that's becoming more and more co-opted into this mindset of continuity of government and, um, you know, just violations of posse comitatus left and right because of the Patriot Act. And you, 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 look, you look at it and you go, well, I don't want continuity of that fucking government. In fact, that isn't even government. It's, a, it's oppression. It's tyranny. But see, they've, they've co-opted military and the, you know, our soldiers that you know, we all you know, respect. And, you know, we thank them all the time for what they're doing. But, you know, you look back, go, I don't know, uh, you know, watch Brothers in Arms or Saving Private Ryan and just what was going on then and the, and, and the way they were trained and taught and what they thought they were doing was worlds apart from um, some of the stuff that's been starting to happen since, you know, uh, the Gulf War and Operation Iraqi Freedom and, you know, this, uh, you know, war that's been going on in Afghanistan for what close to 20 years it's old, almost old enough to drink you know the war itself it's been going on so long and uh, you know it's it's two different militaries I would say you know, yes do they all swear an allegiance to the constitution sure you know but I've talked to people out on post that are you know you know pretty high ranking and, and you know they've been to West Point and all that and you know you talk to them about continuity of government and, uh, and their way of looking at it's totally different than the way you and I would look at it as free, liberty-loving, constitutional-believing patriots look at it. And, and, and so they're somewhere in this training regiment and 
indoctrination regiment of our soldiers is is keeping on par with the constitution and 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 they're not so off the off the map that people would go hey wait a minute what the fuck are you doing but it's so off the map that people should be going hey what the fuck are you doing but it's it's not happening you know so you know i i look at this and then I, i'm listening to this book and i'm thinking you know what the fuck are they doing you know what is happening in america i mean you know if you if you were to talk to any any soldier you know got a lot of them around here you know, see them all the time great guys and if you said hey you know how do you feel about posse comitatus and they'd be like well, really can't you know do military stuff on u.s soil they haven't been told that yeah they can because of you know the patriot act and continuation they keep reauthorizing it and reauthorizing it and they, they can do a lot more than, than they're being told but they're not being told see it's, it's the whole point you don't want to tell them this because they don't need to know they're not on a need to know basis you know it's above their pay grade by a fucking lot so you know you'd ask them hey <clears throat> let's say there was a an emp or you know coronavirus Fuck, let's talk about that. Um, and 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 in the you know the area that this National Guard or military group is at, um, there's a real breakdown in society. You know that all 1,000 cases of coronavirus are right there in that community, and nobody can go do anything. And and they're like, hey, we need your help. We need to shut down this uh, thing that you know. This, this group's doing you know they're, they're all patriots but they're eh, you know, borderline militia and we need to shut it down not because uh, we disagree with them wink wink not not but uh because the coronavirus we need to stop the spread so it's it's public health we need to shut this down we can't have that going on and you know we've already shut down basketball games for handicapped and you know the nba and all these have shut down already today you know they're not having any games and you know a lot of the major sports so what happens when the military get there and and, and these patriots put up a fight and they're given orders to you know shut that shit down at any means you know, necessary. What are the rules of engagement? And then what if the rules of engagement come down the pike and they go, well, you, you, you know, you're going to have to, you know, protect yourselves. They shoot at you, shoot back, shoot to kill. If they shoot at you. And you're like, well, I'm not, sir, I'm not going to shoot you as citizens. I'm not even going to put myself in a position to where I would have to do that. So I'm just going to stay the fuck away so they don't shoot at me because I think they might be kind of right. So it's like, well, this has come, you know, from the top. You know, these people are, you know, their problem. All we're doing is asking them not to have this meeting. We're not asking them to, you know, sign allegiance to, you know, Stalin here. We're just saying don't have this rally because of the coronavirus. Big fucking deal. We're not asking you to give up your guns here. Um, so, you know, it snowballs and escalates as shit does these days. And, and, you know, the, the soldiers are like, well, you know, 
who fucking authorized this shit? They're like, well, you know, it came from the top. You know, my XO told me to do that. Well, I, I need to see that. I mean, if you were ballsy enough to even go, well, wait a fucking minute, Captain, whatever, you know, however the rank is. Most soldiers at at that level might just go, yes, sir. And 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 if if they were going to question it at all, they would sit there and go, well, you know, they, I mean, I'm sure that they've done their due diligence, you know, higher up. You know, these people are probably problematic. Uh, they call themselves patriots, but you know, they they're militia, and 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 they're and what they want for America is not what it's supposed to be. They're crazy. They're basically domestic terrorists. Oh my God! Well, now we've just classified them into a group of people that would be perfectly fucking fine to shoot, right? Domestic terrorists. Based on what? Higher up. And anyone one step higher up is going to turn to their people and go, hey, um, I'm getting questions from the guys about, you know, lethal force. It's a fucking rally. Big deal. Nope. You know, we, we have it on a good authority that they, they might be planning something a little bit more than just a kumbaya fucking rally. They're domestic terrorists. You know. Well, says who? Well, here's, here's some reports done by the CIA and the FBI. Fucking read them yourself. You know, only 500,000 pages, but here, you fucking read it. It's like, oh, well, you know, CIA, FBI report. Okay. <laughs> Kind of like a Trump dossier, right? Like those things don't get fucked up. So then the, the, the next person up the line turns around to the, the lower guys and says, nope, I, I checked it out. It's, it's, it's legit. You know, if they shoot at you, you shoot back. Now, if he doesn't, you know, let's say he talked to the higher up, talks to the higher up, and then that, that person's like, you know what? I, I'm going to look into it. Calls the general, and general's like, hey, I work for the Pentagon, and this, you know, those people have been classified as domestic terrorists. Now, we're not talking about that group per se, but we are saying that they can't have that rally because of health and safety and the coronavirus. Do what you're fucking told. This comes from the president. Oh, end of fucking story. End of story all the way down to where some private or whatever pulls the trigger. And creates a situation. Well, what's the, how's that situation going to get spun? When it's all said and done and everyone's like, wow, what the fuck happened? Those crazy fuckers that were domestic terrorists would not just peacefully not have their rally for a couple of weeks because of the coronavirus. And because they shot at U.S. soldiers, We've looked into them, and, and they were planning to overthrow the government. To see how, I mean, I don't, I, do I need to color in the lines for you on how this shit all fucking works? So the, 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 the book, um, you know, I really wish I could play that, the, the two chapters I just listened to that really made me start thinking, you know, where are we going as a nation? with this fucking continuity of government. You know, I posted a blog post on uh, Homeland Security and one of their uh, directives that they can pretty much do whatever the fuck they want. And I got a lot of heat from that. People are like, well, that's not how it's going to work. It's like, uh, it's how it can work. Therefore, it's how it's going to work. 
when they all quit singing Kumbaya and decide to fuck us, then that's how it will work. Trust me. You know, government will will enact something. They will call it the the Peace, Love, and Kumbaya Act, which really means kill all them motherfuckers. And, and I hate Kumbaya, and I'm not going to buy the world a Coke Act. That's what it really means. So we, we all know that shit, you know. So we don't really need to be, you know, filled in with all the details, but the book really makes a good case. And there was another book, uh, I think book two in the, in the series, One Second After by William Borston, where, you know, the military is given orders, martial law, and they go blindly and blithely enforcing martial law, which is not constitutional. It's fucking not. And if you think it is, then it's just a fucking idiot. It's called a military coup when a president of any country uses the military to overthrow the rights of the people. Governors can declare martial law in a state if the courts have quit working and, and, and many things like that. But if the courts are still working, they a state can't even do martial law. So it wouldn't work. But, you know, in the book by William Forston, you know, it's, it's you know, the main character, once again, you know, ties up with one of his old friends that's in the military. And, you know, he's like, what the fuck's going on? And they're like, yeah, I know. But, you know, it's just it's orders. You know, we need to we need to fucking fix it. So let's talk about that. We need to fucking fix it because you know there's always good intentions the, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions and i would say that the, the the trail to tyranny is also paved with good intentions and so you know what does that mean good intentions you know it's like you know in the book you know um that i talked about let me go there again the alex fletcher series um it's gotten to the point to where now there you know there was first the jakarta pandemic which happened you know a couple years in the past from this book and then then the military built on that and then went oh now look what we can do so was it was the was the pandemic a a false flag and and who's to say that all false flags are the end-all be-all maybe it's a phase one you know, we had this Jakarta pandemic, which got people thinking, which gave us more authority, just like 9-11, whether it was fucking done by George Bush and Cheney and their weather machine or whatever, it gave the government authority for the Patriot Act, which is heinously fucked up, in case you want to know my opinion on it. And now they can do other things. So now we have what this book would be calling, you know, the, uh, the Jakarta virus. We have the coronavirus. Because of 9-11 and, and Homeland Security and all this, they can start shutting things down more, and then they can take this virus and they can create more paths to tyranny. Doesn't mean that this is the end-all, be-all. But it might be a series of false flags or bullshit events, starting from, you know, 9-11, real or otherwise. You know, they didn't let that good, you know, situation go to waste so they created the patriot act and all this shit continuity of government has become a rampant way of thinking nowadays and stuff because of that so now we have all these diseases and now boom 
shakalaka, we got the coronavirus. Seems to be worse than all the other ones. A little bit. So what, you know, we have that. And now we have the coronavirus. And they're shutting things down left and fucking right. Will they shut down Trump rallies? I mean, he's the president. He could do whatever he wants until it falls under Homeland Security and the Patriot Act and continuity of government. Can't allow this to happen. Boom. No Trump rallies? Well, now all of a sudden, you know, he's stuck talking to the masses through the fucking media that hate him. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but it's what I would do if I was the enemy. Um, so then what happens, you know, next? Is it, is, is it are they using the, the coronavirus to blame the economic fucking disaster on? I mean, because, you know, a lot of people will sit there and go, well, Marcus, is the fucking economy, you know, the stock market's up and up and fuck. No, we have a, a, a debt bubble that makes 2008 look like a, a college debt. You know, it's just, you know, some kid went to school, racked up his credit cards, and now he's in debt. No, it, it it's horrible and, and it, you know and and it could collapse and it looks like it is collapsing if you listen to any of the videos i'm posting on uh, prepperguy.com um, by greg manorino and uh, peter shift <laughs> greg hunter who's the other gerald salente they're all going uh, you better be paying attention to this because uh, this is a, a warning sign so it's not just, just there's just one evangelist telling you the end is near. It's four highly respected evangelists telling you the end is nigh at hand. Is it? We don't fucking know. But this is not a a a God thing. See, God will show up whenever the fuck He decides to. Not none of our business. But an economic collapse, that's completely man-made. They can shut the switch off anytime they want. And I was thinking, you know, how would that happen? You know, it's like, oh, my God, we're all preppers, right? We all think about the big picture. We always looking at that and going, what the fuck? Um, so I was, you know, this morning getting my breakfast at the Mexican restaurant. And uh, so I gave him my credit card. And sitting there thinking, oh, what if, what if uh, credit processing is not working because the ATM machine people didn't show up to work. So they go cash only. Well, I don't fucking have any cash. I don't even think I could get my hands on cash without my fucking machine working, you know, my credit card or my bank card. So then what would you do? I mean, really, like what would you do? I mean, I usually have a full tank of gas. I always have enough gas to get my ass back home. But, uh, do we think about it on a on a granular level? You know, we think of the big picture. It's like I've got food, water, place to hang out, blah blah blah. Okay, but you can't get home because the credit card's not working, and your your kid borrowed the car the other night and got home at two in the morning, and uh, you went to work, and there's very you got you know you're driving on fumes to get to work on time. After work, you're going to stop and fill up and go home. You're like me, and you live 40 miles from where you live. 
that's a long ass fucking walk. If the credit card machine ain't going to take your card and give you gas. And it doesn't matter how good you know the place unless you live in small ass fucking town America to where you could sit there and go, hey, can I bring you cash? As soon as I get home, I'll, I'll bring it tomorrow when I go to work. He's like, sure, I know where you live. Don't fucking worry about it. You're here every day buying a donut and coffee. Not too many people have that advantage in America. Do you? You know, I could go into Circle K and go, hey, bye, how you fucking doing? Oh, you're back. Get another donut and coffee. Yeah. Hey, can I put this on my account? It's like, uh, you don't have an account, and I'm just a lowly P on here at Circle K, and no, I, I can't help you, man. Uh, could you lend me five bucks to get enough gas to get home? Dude, I don't I don't even have enough gas to get home myself. I, I work at fucking Circle K. Um, I guess you could go to work and go, hey, boss, uh, kid ran my fucking tank out of gas. Uh, could I get uh, 50 bucks out of... Uh, out of uh, whatever they call it, petty cash. I don't even know if banks have those or businesses have those anymore, petty cash. Uh, it used to be, but not anymore, maybe. You say, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you 50 bucks. You know, Pay me back tomorrow. Or he might say, oh, what happened? Oh, they're, they're, the credit card machine's not working. I'm anywhere. I can't get gas. My kid fucking drained my tank last night out joyriding and I'm fucked. Well, you could either go, well, uh, you should plan better. Typical self-righteous prick for a bot. Or you might go, well, shit, you know, I drive that big-ass fucking gas-guzzling SUV, and I'm on empty, too, and oh, I, got, I got 50 bucks, man. I got to get home. I live farther than you. Now you might know him well enough to go, well, let's split it. You know, give me $10. That'll get me home. My Mine gets good mileage, and then you're 40. Well, if the machines aren't working, I gotta I gotta stop and buy food for the for dinner tonight. Sorry, man. Talk to one of your coworkers. You know, your your boss might be a nice guy and go, Yeah, I feel your pain. Let's let's work this out. You're a good guy, but he might be a dick and go, Hey, I don't know you that well. I you know, yeah, you've been working here twenty five years, but it's not like we ever had fucking dinner together. Um No. I got, I got, I got to stop and buy food for the kids and get gas and pick up something my wife needs. And, you know, sorry, man. Cause let's face facts that, you know, in shitty times, uh, it's, um, everyone's going to be looking out for number one. And when you're asking someone for a favor, you are number two. It's math. So could it, could it go south? And if you look at it at a granular level, when they start shutting shit down because of coronavirus or because the economy is fucking tanking. I mean, they shut down the stock market for a little bit while their plunge protection team stepped in and kind of, you know, kept it from going into you know cardiac arrest. So, you know, what happens when the government, continuity of government, some, you know, politics and, you know, Fucked up governors and fucked up bankers sit there and go, well, we need to, we need to, we need to shut down, you know, people's ability to transact in cash or credit card because um, if there's a a cyber run on the bank, we're fucked and and there's not enough cash to fill the machines because we're you know, $20 trillion in debt, which means there's $20 trillion of money owed to people 
in their little fucking ATM cards, and there's only maybe five hundred million dollars sitting there that we could stick in the machine. So we're gonna we're gonna shut it down for a while. Give it a couple days or a week, and then maybe we can start letting people take out no more than fifty dollars a day for groceries. What are you gonna fucking do? You know, what are you gonna do when the little pain in the ass things happen? You're probably experiencing this right now. A lot of schools are closed. Kids aren't going to school. You got five kids in school, four kids, 2.7 kids in school, whatever the fuck the national average is. You and your wife both work. And you counted on that school to be the fucking daycare. So that's really why we like schools. <laughs> we know they're not getting educated there. It's so you can go to work so you and your wife can both make enough money to survive in this fucked up world that's highly overtaxed. Who's going to stay home? You? Your wife? Maybe you got an older kid. Stay home for a couple of days and watch the younger ones. Yeah, they're, they're always all for that in today's selfish fucking society. That's, that's a wrench. If you're a not so well off family that you know have to work three jobs but two of those jobs that you used to work at that kept ends meeting like you know like barely um are shut down because they were a sporting event you worked at the stadium i think shut down no more uh, part-time wages for you you can't go over there in your food truck because uh, Nobody there. You know, when you when you look at the, the intricate level of of American economy, we always look at it as like, well, I have my job. Fuck, I'm fine. I'm not a macro component of the environment, the economy. Are you? I don't I don't know. Work for Raytheon, I guess, or something, but you know, we own a flooring store. Many of our specialty tiles, these aren't fancy high-dollar specialty tiles either. They're just different looking, not the generic shit you buy at Home Depot or Lowe's. We can't get them for two or three months because China has the molds and China has you know, closed all their factories. Indonesia and Vietnam and some of these other companies, that countries like Malaysia, that will make those tiles can't get the molds out of China because China is shut down. One tile out of fucking, I would dare say, a couple hundred thousand designs out there. Just one of them can't get. Almost lost a job over that. So that's that's tile. So is your job so secure? You know, if you if you work for a, an agency that gets money from the government, maybe. But the, they're going to shut that down just as quick because the government's going to go, well, we don't have enough money to pay all these people. So then we get back to continuity of government. We need to pay these people. Fuck all those people. Oh, well, I'm one of those people. So who's going to get the paycheck? Well, you know, the politicians will because... They're important. Um, big, you know, government agencies, 
all the ones that fall under the continuity of government blanket, they will get paid. And then they will turn around to the law enforcement and the police and the contractors and the people that are going to be used for keeping a lid on this and go, look, we can't pay you, but we can feed you and give you security and a safe place to live in the new green zone. You just do what we say and shut the fuck up. Okay. Needs you to go shut down all these sporting events and all of these uh, things. And we need to put everybody in these zones to where we can feed them. Okay. Because, I mean, come on, you would do it too. It's your family. It's your kids. If I, if I stay working with these guys, the big government, I might not be getting paid, but I will get their, their, you know, their new fiat money when it comes out. But for now, they're going to feed me. And I don't have to worry about my bills anymore because the economy's collapsed. So they're going to give me a vehicle to drive, protection for my family, food, schooling for my kids in this green zone. Fuck all you people out there. I have the guns and you don't because we took them all last week. So <clears throat> that's how it will. That's how the chips are going to fall. And on a micro level, we're seeing it already. Has it gotten bad enough to go, holy fuck? I don't know. It depends on what you consider holy fuck, I guess. Um. It really, really kind of does because we're all interconnected in our dependency for things. So it doesn't affect me, but it affects my customer that ordered a tile that was affected by China's Wuhan virus. The fuck they're calling it now. COVID-19 and COVID-19 X because there's a new strain of it. So trust me. So was this a, a, a giant false flag? Was it a third or fourth part of a series of false flags? Or is it an inconvenient or convenient um, way for government and big you know, world banks to sit there and go, well, we fucked it all up. Let's use this virus to just screw it all. How are you going to shake out? Where is going to be your standing in the pecking order when all else has failed. So, you know, and we, we all have our doomsday scenarios. We all, as preppers, look at what we're prepared for the most. What will happen that I'm going to be okay because I'm a pandemic prepper. I'm a nuclear war prepper. I'm an economic collapse prepper. We all have it, a thing out there. But do we go granular on that and go, well, you know what, on a granular macro, micro level, whatever that is, no matter which of the big shit hit the fan moments it is, all of the, all of the macro things, the little tiny things are going to happen no matter what. We're going to start being affected and corralled and controlled and pushed through this prism called continuity of government so the big picture really is fucking irrelevant you know you might be the one that's prepared for a pandemic lucky you because we have a pandemic now 
It's called COVID-19 and COVID-19X. You've got all your stuff. You've got masks. No one else does, but you got them. Right up until that pandemic becomes the escape route or the backdoor for world banks to collapse the economy. Ah, are you an economic collapse kind of person? No, I'm pandemic person. So you see that they, they, they're going to cascade into each other like dominoes. You're over here and this one falls over. I'm a pandemic guy. When that falls over, I'm good until it hits the economic collapse one. And that one falls over. And that one hits the you know, food shortage. Da, 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 da. Everything falls apart. And if you're not looking at it from a small granular level, and you're waiting for this big domino to fall that you're ready for. Before that ever falls down, the granular is going to kill you. You're going to be stuck without gas, begging your boss or coworker to get you enough gas to get home. Because even though you're a prepper and you never go anywhere without a full tank of gas, it's that one fucking time. When your friend came over and borrowed your truck and brought it back on empty, he always brings it back on full. But when he was done with it last night at one o'clock in the morning, credit card machines have already shut down. You wake up in the morning, zip your ass off to work, and now you're on fumes. That's how it bites you in the ass. That's what it means by getting caught with your pants down. You know, and that's just one thing I can think of because I was sitting there waiting for my breakfast thinking, you know, what the fuck would happen if, if that wasn't working today? Well, I, you know, I got some shit in the fridge here. You know, I could uh, I could uh, eat some leftover stickies and stuff, and I got enough gas to get home because I don't have kids. Um, but, you know, my wife is in uh, Wisconsin. What happens if air travel gets shut down? You know, she won't be scheduled to come back until Sunday. They've already closed a sporting event that was going to happen on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. She went from Kansas all the way to Wisconsin to see the grandkids. What if all flights are canceled because of one more fucking thing, one more reason why this is the worst pandemic fucking ever? So now she can't get home. She doesn't even have her car, right? She's Wisconsin. She's with my kid and they're, you know, his family. So be all right. He's kind of a prepper and he's got an attitude and he's good, you know, but he's got five kids supporting him, his wife and five kids and keeping them fed during whatever this is. Is you know, bad enough. Now he's got another person. <clears throat> um, Maybe it's just the airlines are shut down, so she can't get home. But he's still working. Of course, he does flooring, too. So a lot of the tile that you have in your house was made in China. They make a good tile. But I would probably say 70% of all tile installed in America is made in China. And they ain't making it right now. So we're depleting the stock on hand. And because there's so many patterns and styles and colors that they haven't run into each other yet. They will. So then what happens? See? I, my wife's stuck in Wisconsin. 
I could get someone to drive me to the park and ride to pick up her Jeep that's in Tucson and, and bring it back. So at least I've got my assets here and then I can pick her up whenever she gets here. Or we could decide to leave it there and then that way if flights reopen because it's not the end of the world. She could pick up her Jeep and come home. See, little tiny fucking things, the straw that broke the camel's back. So I know I got a little off track here, but we as preppers need to think more granular. I'm sure we got our asses covered when it comes to the big shit. But what happens to day-to-day shit that catches us off guard? That's why we carry EDC. You know, everybody in prepper community should have EDC, which is their everyday carry. Eh, you know, I'm pretty good at that. You know, I got my pocket knife. I actually got two of them with me, and one of them's a multi-tool kind of thing. And then I got tools. I got good socks on, good shoes. I could hike forever in the shoes if I had to walk. I have a good winter coat, even though it's fairly nice out. I got a long sleeve. I have a lot of friends around here, so I could at least make it to one of their houses and go, hey, you know, what the fuck's going on? Um, but there's so many things in a, in a world that is so interconnected. Like I said, I didn't see it until my tile. I couldn't get it. Still can't get it. Um, so, you know, we've all heard that, you know, 98% of all penicillin is made in China. Their factories are shut down. I mean, they poisoned our fucking dog food one time. Now that we really think about it, why are they making our medical supplies? Why is that? So, you know, we, we, we have become very connected in a world out there that puts up with our shit because we're a big customer. Unfortunately, China puts up with our shit because that's who buys our debt, China. So it's like saying that, oh, Amazon respects me because I'm so in debt to them that they're always working with me because I spend a hundred million a year with Amazon, but I haven't given them any money. It's all on credit. Eventually, they're going to sit there and go, um, we can really afford to lose you as a customer because you haven't even paid the interest on the loan. It's nice for paper cash flow, but we have customers over here that actually fucking are buying shit from us with money, money. So we need to look at it. And and, uh, and like I said, you know, this is, is not a book review on Alex Fletcher series, the box set from Audible. Um, but it, it got me thinking. And because I was kind of pissed off at what had happened with the uh, sporting event for my grandson and how they just canceled it, they didn't just cancel it at the last minute. I mean, it was like 9, 10 o'clock at night um, in Wisconsin and a lot of for the teams. um, Right before they were going to leave at 6 o'clock in the morning the next day. So there were buses and airplanes and people, you know, flying because it was a a championship game. You know, so there's – People coming from many states, you know, to this thing, and and and, and they're like uh, waited to the last minute, which should have been the day before. And they go, "It looks like they're going to cancel this. Let's just call it and stay home." No, they fuck around and fuck around and fuck around and fuck around, and then they go, "Boom! It's canceled." Nobody even hears about it until the next morning. 
Um, that's just a sporting event. Handicap kids, parents, they'll get over it. What about your money? What about your job? What about your contract? What about your day-to-day life? When it falls, it falls quick. Economies hit terminal velocity really fast. So that book kind of got me thinking about it. And there's been some others that always just make me think. And, and most of them, from my point of view, the danger zone is continuity of government. You know, Andrew Jackson didn't say, head west, young man, you know, the fuck out of here. And oh, by the way, when you get to Oregon, there's a FEMA center. They'll take care of you if you've been attacked by a bear. No, it's like, you're on your own. Get the fuck out of here. Go. Settle the territory. We didn't have FEMA camps back then. For somehow, Americans seemed to make it through that. You know, Grandpa was the leader of the, the, the patriarch of the family. They didn't sit there and go, well, we got to, you know, we're going to go across country with Grandpa, who's 80 years old, or, and we better hug the freeway because there's hospitals. They just, they just went. Grandpa was the patriarch. He knew how to fight, survive, stay alive. So look how soft we've become, you know, from just fucking weakness. So now the government's continuity plan is like, well, we need to set up zones in America. And then that way, when people are hungry, we'll put them in a green zone in in a FEMA camp. And then all the military will protect them from who knows what, because people are the ones that we need to protect ourselves from the other fucking people. Um, but this time it'll be the military because they'll have the guns. And then we'll feed them and we'll take care of them. But we don't have enough food to take care of them and we can't let them go out there and farm because they might get shot by looters. And oh my God, so we'll take over the farms. This is called socialism. And then it, then it turns into com- communism. And then we'll have the production of cars and guns and ammo and vehicles and toilet paper and all that stuff. And it will be run by the government. And then that way we can get the food to the FEMA camp so we can take care of the masses. And oh, by the way, did you notice that's a blueprint for communism? Yeah, but they call it continuity of government. Be afraid. Be very afraid of the term continuity of government. It's being sold as a good idea. And when when it's bought by us, you know, the, the taxpayers, the, the ones that hand out the money for the the MRAPs and all that shit and the guns and the night vision and all that shit to keep us in our fucking little prison. We're the ones paying for it. Then they'll tell you what it really is when they're done selling it to you and they have total control. So they're going to put you in a little camp. Will it be called a FEMA camp? Who the fuck knows? Maybe it'll just be a region like this region. And then, oh, by the way, yeah, if you're a farmer, you can farm, but you know, you're not going to be able to get gas unless you go to the, the, provisional government over there and they'll determine whether you need gas for your farm and oh by the way you know we got all these people that are we're feeding over here so why don't they just go pick that shit by hand because we don't have enough gas because we're stupid so you can see how the, the the actual the the continuity of government and the plan and the provisional government and how it's supposed to set up and protect us is nothing more than venezuela on steroids and, and when you really analyze it, and that's why I like books like this, when you really see how well it is set up in the organization, and this is just a fucking fictional book, 
based on probably a lot of fact. Um, the, you, you'll see that it's in place. The mechanism and the grid and the and the big net for America is already in place. It's it, it's just like fishing; it's there. Yeah. Most people swim around it and don't even see it until they zip it closed and pull you up. And 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 you know it for a fact when you look at how it's set up. Who's in charge? The control freaks in Washington again. Who has all the guns and power? The control freaks in Washington. Who's going to exercise and enforce that rules? The military who's been brainwashed to think that this is a good idea because it comes from orders of the president. And we all believe that the president is commander in chief, even though he's not, because we've been told that. So they will be pulling the net tight and dragging us in. And then they will be putting us into these little, little fucking cubes all around America to protect us from the bad guys that live outside of the little protected cubes. And really, honestly, that's where I want to be. I want to be on the other side of that little cube. And, and, and so what are they going to do? Free-thinking Americans that go, hey, fuck you. I can grow my own food. I don't need you. Just don't take my guns so I can go hunting. And if bad guys come, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it. You're, you're the problem. You're the fucking problem out there. See, you, you, you want to have a gun. And what are you going to do? You're going to shoot those Indians when they come and attack you like, you know, the Wild West? Please, you need to be in here. We'll protect you. See, and I want to be over there just like in Demolition Man. I want to be the people living in the, the down below, the sewers. Well, it's like a big city under there because, you know, cause that's kind of what it looks like under New York. I want to be there. I want to be free. I'll take my chances with an unsafe liberty than a safe tyranny. And, and so you study continuity of government. You study the master plan and how it's all set up. And if you're in the military and you start thinking and, and, and you can get past the fact that fucking Mark is saying some things that seem kind of diametrically opposed to what you think you were taught to believe and just think about it, you'll sit there and go, yeah, why do we need to do this? Why would we put our citizens over here? Oh, so we can protect them. Why is that a good idea? Because nobody protected them in the 17 and 1800s, and we did fine. Well, a lot of people that die, good. A lot of people need to die. But do you need to keep them alive at the expense of my freedom and liberty? So if you're thinking about it as a soldier or a Pentagon person or whoever the fuck listens to this shit of that, my rambling, you look at the picture that they're painting for you to implement and go, I don't think I want to do that. Or maybe you do. Maybe it's a good idea to become Venezuela, Cuba, Germany, Russia. Let's just go the way of the socialists because it's worked so good in the fucking past because it always sounds good on paper, right up until people look at you in the eye and go, why are you doing this to me? Well, Grandpa, it's for your own good. Yeah, well, if you can do that, well, then fuck you. You need to change your mindset. You need to get out of that box and go, I'm not going to do that to my citizens. They'll be safe. In fact, they'll be safer being left alone with their guns than they will be put into a, a, a FEMA camp run by people who don't give a flying fuck. So that's, uh, that's it. I've kind of gone way over time. 
and I hope you enjoy it. But um, you know me, I ramble. Put it all together for yourself. Read it. Read some of these books. Look into them. Get one second after the second book by William Forston. Um, you know, a lot of these books, you know, kind of show you the path that um, that America's leaders go down when shit hits the fan, and 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 then they use the oh we care, we're just trying to help you, and then they they sell it to law enforcement and the military, and 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 then you know obviously during the the sales process we end up with the patriot act and and it keeps getting reauthorized because why well because it sounds like a good idea <clears throat> and and you you really start analyzing these things and looking at them and going you know where do i want to stand when that day comes like i've talked about before if you have moral fortitude and you have values you want to stand on the side of liberty no matter how unsafe it is and so do most americans so it's the control freaks in Washington, once again, that want to convince you as law enforcement and as military people that that's not a good idea. We need to protect them, you know, and we can't let them stand on shaky ground because they might get hurt, you know. So it, that's who does it, control freaks. They want to they wanna make a living without producing anything other than fear. And they're going to use you to line their nests and give them a captive bunch of slaves and plebes to work for them, to line their nests while you sit in the middle, law enforcement and military, questioning your actions, yet being paid and protected by those people. And you, I mean, you know, like, where do the, where do the powerful people that enact this heinous shit get their, their power? from you and and law enforcement and military to enforce it on these people why don't we just kick you to the fucking curb and and then i'm still eating i'm still protected my family's still safe i'm just not fucking over the slaves i'm fucking over the masters think about that anyway y'all have a good one love you all enjoy the apocalypse we made too many compromises already too many retreats our space and we fall back i'm your huckleberry the line must be drawn here this far no farther that's just my game